Hello and welcome to another edition of Off The Map, the weekly podcast for Racing New South Wales where we talk speed maps uh, with the resident guru, Lee Dalton, almost a man who needs no inter- introduction now after a couple of episodes, but Thank you, welcome again. Thank you, you're too kind. <laughs> so, so we're going to be looking at Rose Hills meeting there for Saturday 25th of August. Yes. Uh, the first of those is race two. Now the interesting point around this race is you've got a slow early speed over 2,000 metres. A lot of people will see Chief Kidder there and think he is a horse that tends to lead by big spaces, but that doesn't necessarily mean he'll be going particularly quickly. Not necessarily. Uh, we saw the other day Chief Kidder and Sejin Ho paired off in front and had a bit of a battle there in those early stages before opening up a big break. But when you break down the time so that, they didn't break any records. It was a genuine tempo, but it was far from uh, hectic, I suppose you could say. Today, Chief Kidder, or Saturday, Chief Kidder finds a race where there's no real opposition to him going forward and leading. So I've got Letter to Juliet going forward, but it's more by default from that wide barrier. So it's the only other horse that I could see really challenging Chief Kidder in the early stages. But they're going to know what Chief Kidder is and allow him to go and do his own thing. Right, I think that's pretty self-explanatory. They all just file in behind that. The next race we're going to have a look at is... Uh, the one there that I will mention would be Trafalgar. Yep. Uh, if you refer to the steward summary on our website, last start was a change of tactics to be more forward and ended up settling towards the rear of that field. Stewards questioned the rider on that occasion. Uh, nothing, no drama with it, but he, wasn't, he felt he wasn't able to get into a forward position, but I would expect the plan will be from barrier two tomorrow... Saturday to be in a more forward position. Sure. Yep. As mapped. Skipping across to race four. Uh, you've got this as a fast early speed, so you think they'll rip along a little bit here? I think they will here. You have Don't Tease Me, who we know is a very fast horse. Uh, had the two runs at 1,000 metres and now steps up to 1,100, drawn wide-ish. Will be handlebars down to cross and lead. And then you do have a horse like Pedway, who's drawn well hold its spot inside. Puppet Master led the other day and was winning and I don't think the Godolphin horse will be too far away. If you go back to Wyong when it won its maiden, uh, got right up into a position on speed and I wouldn't have thought be too far away from the leaders here. It's a horse singlier that we've only seen once in New South Wales, so for punters out there who just do focus on Sydney, he is that kind of profile, we can expect him to be handy in the run? I believe so. You'll look at Mooney Valley uh, first up Drew Barrier one. There was no real urgency to take up a spot and was held up temporarily there. But I think here we'll definitely be settling in the first four. I'd be surprised if any further back, especially given the light weight. Had the 59.5 first up, now drops down to the limit weight. So I'd expect them to be positive. Skipping across to race five, the San Domenico, one of the features of the day. You've got the speed down here is average. Um, now, neutrality you'd expect it to lead this. In its trials, to my eye, it looked to be going a touch keen, which yep. suggested they might let it run along here. Do you see it in the same way? I do, and, and you'll, you said to me, it's an average tempo, yet neutrality's a fast horse, uh, which I clearly have neutrality leading here. Much like Chief Kidder, I don't think there are any that are going to really bother it for the lead, so it has really good gate speed or will get to the front, no doubt, neutrality, but I don't think it has to really rip along or have much pressure applied to it in the run uh, possibly having the two trials might have knocked a bit of that freshness out of it and it might race a little bit more generously than we saw in the trial where it really wanted to scoot along 
Okay, and at the opposite end of the spectrum, we mm. see performer return. You've yes. mapped him here on the recent New Wales speed maps as being last in the run. I have mapped him back last. Uh, barrier eight, I just found difficult. First up, I didn't think they'd want to be really driving the horse out of the barriers to take up a position. When I say it'll be back at the rear, there might be one or two behind it or could well be back at the rear. But I also have a horse, um, Dio Dioro, going back here now. Probably a horse that once upon a time could have gone forward in a race like this from that wide barrier, but they seem to be riding it back. So there's a couple of unknowns in this race a little bit. With Dio Dioro, do you factor in, I guess, you've got to look at if it is a wet track, maybe they do push the button a little bit? Maybe they do. And the fact that the horses here that have got the fitness edge are Plague Stone and Dio Dioro, they're hard fit against the first uppers. So do you take advantage of that? I would, personally, but uh, the horse also is racing very well in the pattern that it has been. So it's a half a dozen one, six the other. Yep. Uh, the Ming Dynasty is the next race on the card. Average early speed is what you've got here. Denawi looks like it, the leader as default. Yep. And I guess the interesting runner here, we spoke about it before we came onto the podcast, was Senior Fox. That's right. So Denawi should lead these quite easy to 1,400 and have a softer time than what he has at his past two starts. Senior Fox, I recall at Newcastle in the Beaumont, uh, led that day, and the stable reported to Racing New South Wales stewards that the intention wasn't to lead there, and subsequently the horse got back at Newcastle at its next start, then again at Rose Hill in the Bayou, it settled in a midfield position. First up in that small field at Hawkesbury, the horse was twos on, landed second and was far too good. I don't know myself, like, I had it forward, then I had it midfield, I settled midfield three wide with cover, getting a nice run, but I think that's one that will definitely ask the Snowdens what the intentions are come Saturday, the stewards will definitely be speaking to them. So you have got it mapped to be midfield there, but it would be no surprise to you to see it outside the leader there, potentially from the wide draw. Yeah, see that's the worry, I don't know if it can get outside the lead, if it can cross horses like Cloak and Intense Focus, so it's very tricky. Okay. Moving across to potentially the most interesting runner there on Saturday, certainly the shortest price runner in early markets, and that is in the Premier's Cup, Avilius. We saw him resume in really impressive fashion on his Aussie debut there, but he was forced to go last from his wide draw, yes. which you predicted, and he, yep. and, he, and he won well. So what does he do here from a better draw? Well, the better draw and up 300 metres in distance, there also isn't a super strong tempo here you have the ones drawn wide in dark eyes and mighty lucky crossing down to lead i'd be very surprised if this horse is worse than midfield today uh, saturday i thought midfield with half a dozen possibly behind him in the run uh enjoying the perfect run just a matter of getting out come the business end but the one thing schofield will have plenty of horse under him and he knows that now after that first up run like he sat up with 20 30 meters to go and was just Wow. So I think comfortably settle in a midfield position. On that race, we have heard from John O'Shea just a few moments ago with his runner uh, down towards the bottom. Number 14 has the blinkers on again and will be a change of tactics to go forward. Okay, that's we, Yes, as we predicted, John's confirmed that. Okay. So Avili, going back to Avilius really quickly, yep. could you have mapped him to be closer and they ride him really arrogantly like he is well, the best horse in the race? I personally wouldn't because can that take away from the finishing burst by yep. getting him up that little bit closer? I think it's a horse where you can just 
come out neutral, land where you land, and but the good horses take care of themselves. You've only got to look at that mare last weekend. She's the perfect example. They come out, sum things up, and then work it out from there, and the good ones win, and, and this guy's a seriously good horse. Okay. Uh, moving across to race eight, uh, the query here could potentially be around Miss Q. On the speed map, you've got it fourth last. Yep. However, drawn two, there is a potential there for it to be using that gate. There is. It, it began well first up, but had that tricky draw and had to drift back. Before a spell over 1,400 metres, a miscue was a change of tactics to settle closer and set up second running um, in the run and was only beaten by Osborne Bulls. Well, we've seen how that form's worked out. So no shock if they do want to be more positive from barrier two. As you said, I've mapped off midfield with a few behind. Could easily switch her and intuition around without there being much of a problem. But... Uh, no surprises if it's closer than first up. Maybe something that comes into their thinking is trying to turn the tables on trekking, so they use that gate to their advantage. That's true, yes, but I suppose if we look back, trekking had a pretty torrid run uh, first up as well, it so did. Did. Uh, neither of them enjoyed the greatest of luck. Here now, trekking draws nine, and I thought could be midfield or a pair better, but most likely three wide with cover, and intu- uh, Miss Q doing no work from barrier one so that might be enough to swing it you also have the weight differences there as well with miss q only going up one and a half and trekking going up four okay uh, the last one we'll touch on is race nine the last there on the program here you've got a slow early speed 1500 meters and there's an ent- extra interesting element to this because summer doubt is the leader it's going to go slowly but it ran on wednesday so yes if it comes out where does that leave us it leaves us really scratching our head. We spoke about this, and I have landed on if Summer Doubt's not here as Mapmaker, the leader, number 10 from the Good Barrier with the Apprentice Rider on, but it has been some time since Mapmaker's led. I've mapped Social Element forward here, and when I initially went back and looked at Social Element's trials, I said, well, you won't be taking part in any speed battles until you get to 2,000 metres, but by default, with the no speed in this race, I've had to map it forward. I've got Prometheus Ford here, but there's no rider declared and every chance it could be out of this race as well. So it becomes a real head-scratcher. A horse that uh, you spoke about, Brad, was Eagle Bay. And I've mapped it midfield here. Could easily be a pair better. And first up, drew off the track, went straight back off that wide draw. And you'd be pretty confident it's going to be much closer in the run today. Putting you on the spot a little bit here, but Eagle Bay, from its New Zealand form, has it in the past ever gone forward or is it more of a, what we saw first up there look I could, couldn't imagine the horse is going to be right on speed I'd say third fourth would be about it's as close, close as we're going to see it okay. even if Sama Doubt and Prometheus come out I wouldn't ever have thought it'd be up contesting the lead at this distance anyway the favourite in the race is Parrett at the moment yes. it's a very popular horse it's won a couple back to back and this race sets up very similar to last start. I know we had a very similar conversation. We said there wasn't a lot of speed in the race, but you said he's the horse with the best turn of foot, and sometimes that suits these horses. It can, because rather than the big drawn-out where there's 15 lengths first to last, here they're a compact field, and they're within striking range. And I see this race being similar on Saturday. With uh, He has drawn 13, but is going to be maybe fourth to last, but within three and a half, four lengths of the leader. So barring any bias towards the inside or something like that, you'd have to say it's going to be very hard to beat again. Goes up slightly in weight, but 
I don't think that'd be a concern either. All right, all right. Thank you for your time, Lee Dalton. That'll see us out there. Uh, hopefully, you can you. hopefully you can find a winner there, punters, on Saturday. If you are having a play, remember that these are speed maps. They're subjective. Obviously, everyone knows what's going to happen after the race, but <laughs> we are just predicting the best we can here. So, thank you again for your time, Lee, and uh, thanks again, guys, for listening. Thank you, Brett. Perfect.